the Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. must have noticed on some new house in your neighborhood the modern kind of gutters with the soft white gleam, Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Gutters. Maybe you've seen an old house transformed by this modern touch. And maybe you've said to yourself, well, they are beautiful, but they must be expensive. Well, that's where you're wrong. If yours is an average six-room house, $60 ought to buy your Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Gutters. Maybe less. And they go up easily without any soldering. They can't rust, so they never need painting. Add up what it costs to paint and repaint ordinary gutters, and aluminum pays for itself. Ask your sheet metal shop, hardware, or building supplies dealer for Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Gutters and Downspouts. Or write for literature about this big home improvement for so little money. Just address a postcard to Aluminum Gutters, Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. That's Aluminum Gutters, Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. Here is a man who has just gone through a terrifying experience. With a look of horror on his face, he staggers into the kitchen, sets his bag of groceries down, and says, My gosh, Molly, have you saw the price of groceries lately? Hi, dearie. Hi, Molly. I says, have you saw the price of groceries lately? <laughs> yep, it's Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> And every time I go shopping, I get madder and madder. I'm burned up like an old love letter. <laughs> now, take it easy, sweetheart. You're not used to the prices, you see. Yeah, look at that bag of grub I paid 15 bucks for. I could carry that in the palm of my hand and have enough room left over for two turtles and a tennis ball. <laughs> Except tennis balls have gone up, too. Well, let's face it, lover, everything has. Yeah. You know, since the taxes went up on the beauty shop, they double the price of mud packs down there. Oh? Yeah. Mabel Toops could only have half her wrinkles taken out yesterday. She'll never miss them. <laughs> Their manicures have gone up, too. But I've been saving my allowance, and I'm going to have my thumbs done this afternoon. Oh. Well, the whole thing's just a vicious cycle. That's what the whole thing's a dish. The guy has to pay three times as much for his food to a grocer whose rent's been raised twice by a landlord and cost him 20 bucks for a dollar pair of shoes from a shoe man that can't make enough to buy groceries. Then the milkman ought on the taxes and, the, and uh, what did I start out to say in the first place? Well, that it's expensive to live these days. You said it. What should we do, quit? <laughs> well, the whole trouble is money ain't worth anything anymore. People ought to throw it all away and go back to the old barter system. Barter system? Sure, swapping stuff for other stuff instead of buying stuff. Oh, you mean like giving a saddle blanket for a dozen eggs or a pair of pants for a lamb shank? Yeah. Boy, would I be riding high if they started bartering again? I always have been a real sharp trader. Drive a hard bargain, do you? Always had an act for it. I remember when I was only 12 years old, I went swimming. 
with a bunch of kids and <laughs> persuaded one of them to swap me his bicycle. Yeah, I went swimming with a bunch of kids and I pray, uh, I remember when I was only 12 years old. <laughs> Why, when I was only 12 years old, I went swimming one day with a bunch of kids and persuaded one of them to swap me his bicycle for a bag of marbles. That was a sharp deal. How'd you talk him into it? Well, he was only eight years old, and I sort of held his head under the water while he made up his mind. Ah, you were the clever one. And I hadn't lost the knack to either. I guarantee you, I could take anything we got in this house and swap it for something better. McGee, I'll just take you up on that offer. Huh? I'd like to see you trade off that old moth-eaten moose head with the loose eye for something. <laughs> Anything. My old moose head? <laughs> the one in the hall closet? No, it's out there on the back porch. Huh? I took it out of the hall closet because it fell on me a dozen times and I got tired of telling people I was bruised when struck by a moose. <laughs> You should have left it hanging over the mantel where I hung it. Oh, no. I also got tired of hearing you tell people how you brought it down yourself. Well, I did. I brought it down from the attic. <laughs> That's where you hid it when Uncle Sycamore first gave it to us. I should have buried it in the basement. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'll swap that baby for something good. I'll bring it in here and I'll have a look. Be careful now. Don't drop it because that thing is heavy, dearie. Let me take it in the front room. Come on in here, Molly. Don't face him toward me. I'm allergic to cross-eyed mooses. Or mice. Meese, kiddo. Plural. Well, there she is. Look at him. Looks like the moths have been at him again. Not much hair on his neck. He's old enough to be completely bald. Looks horrible. Now, don't you worry, kiddo. With my silver-tongued oratory, I'll have somebody begging to take this smooth head off our hands when I start to swap. I'm going to... Come in. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hello there, kids. Hi, hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, Oldtimer. Who's that on the floor, kids? Anybody we know? <laughs> now that's McGee's old moose head. Ah, beauty, ain't it, Oldtimer? They don't make moose heads like that anymore, boy. Ah, that's a mighty fascinating face, Johnny. Yeah. Sure I'd like to have that moose head. You would? Yep. For sentimental reasons. Yeah? Reminds me of an old girlfriend of mine, daughter. Not Bessie. Nope. Isabel. Isabel. She was before Bessie's time. Oh? Lady wrestler, Isabel was. <laughs> One of the villains. Yeah? Wrestled under the name of the Dirty Damsel. <laughs> My old moose head reminds you of her? Especially that bald spot. Yeah? Is he got a hunk of hair yanked out in a match with Fanny Fagan, the oh. female fiend? Yeah. <laughs> she was too proud to wear a wig. She sounds like a lovely girl. Oh, yes, a bell was a doozy. Look, look, old timer, you've always been a friend of ours. I'm going to give you this moose head. Oh, bless you, son. <laughs> if you've got something to trade for it, that is. Johnny, I'll give you the shirt off my back. Huh? Quick, help me get it unpinned and you can have no, it right no, now. No, 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 no. I don't want your shirt. Haven't you got anything? Here, how about this? What's that? Did you take what I got in this package? Sight unseen, we'd take it. Oh, don't be so eager, Molly. What is it, old-timer? Stereopticon, Johnny. Stereopticon? One of them things that you look through and see picture slides of Niagara Falls. Oh? Got a full set of slides here. It's a deal. Give me the stereo. Here, take the moose head. Oh, this is wonderful, kids. Just looking at them big glass eyes brings back a lot of fond memories of Isabel. Good wrestler, was she? Daughter, she was the greatest. Good. 
But, like it must to everyone, defeat come to Isabel. Her downfall was a full Nelson. Another wrestler got a full Nelson on her? Nope. She married a fellow named Nelson that was always full. (laughs) Spent the rest of her life supporting him, up and down stairs, mostly. Come on, Isabel. So long, kid. Billy Mills in the orchestra and Doggy in the window. Swapping that moose head for this stereopticon has got my trading blood up. You know what, Molly? It has, huh? Yeah. Want me to go on down to the beauty parlor with you and trade him out of a hairdo? <laughs> no, thank you, dearie. I'll just take cash. Okay, if you want to do it the hard way. But from here on, anything I want, I'll swap for it. Ah, this takes me back to the days when I used to swap with old Pop Hopper back at Pop Swap Shop in Peoria. I never heard of that. I never told you about the swapping cop in the case of the Pop back at Pop Hopper Shop in Peoria. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I never told you about the swapping cop in the case of Pop back at Pop Hopper's shop in Peoria. You never did. Well, lean against that lamppost, baby, and I will. <laughs> you see, old Pop Hopper was a tip-top swapper, and Pop's swap shop was tops. Good, huh? Mm, the best. Down on the corner close to Pop's shop was a copper known as the swapping cop. Oh? But the downtown shoppers kept the copper too busy to swap with old Pop Hopper, so I used to swap between the cop and Pop, and I done some real smart swapping. Mm-hmm. I used to go to Pop's shop and swap Pop a mop or a busted top for maybe a bottle of raspberry pop. Then I'd take the Pop to the swapping cop and swap him the Pop for popcorn. <laughs> Very clever. Then I'd take the popcorn back to Pop Hopper and make a swap with Pop Head Swapper for another bottle of pop, take the pop back to the cop, swap it for popcorn, swap the popcorn to Pop for pop till I finally swapped so much pop to Pop Hopper I just pooped out completely. <laughs> Was that the Mr. Uh, Hopper whose daughter was a well digger? <laughs> because I knew... Yeah, she was one. Uh... Oh, look, here's Brokehausen's pet shop. Come on in with me and I'll give you a real demonstration. Let's see what kind of a deal I can make with old Brokey, huh? 
Come on in. Well, I'd like to, dearie, but it's time for my appointment at the beauty shop. Oh. You go ahead, and I'll see you back home, sweetheart. Okay, Tootsie. Ah, there goes a good kid. Well, welcome to Paul Carlson's pet shop, McGee, and the top of the morning to you. Hi, Brokey. Now, what could I did for you? Uh, you come to maybe buy a puppy, maybe? You know my slogan, you can't go wrong with a Paul Carlson puppy. <laughs> Bro Carlson puppy, you <laughs> no, I'm not looking for it. I've got a remarkable puppy here. Part sheepdog and part dachshund. Oh? It's built lower to the ground than a regular sheepdog, and that's good. Good for what? Good for the dog. Oh? <laughs> then it rains, it can stand under the sheep. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm not looking for a dog, Brokey. In fact, I didn't come in to buy anything at all. I came in to swap. Swap, McGee? Right. I got a stereoptic in the trade and some swell slides. Here, take a look at this. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, McGee. Yeah. But I was thinking that I would buy a television set to watch the movies. Oh, take the stereoptic in instead. The slides are the same age as those television movies. <laughs> and when you're looking at these, no guy busts in trying to sell you a reconditioned sewing machine. Oh, or... yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, would you swap it for this bowl of goldfish? You got a deal. Give me the fish. Now, be careful and don't let him slap over. Oh, before you go, McGee, one more thing. Yeah? Now, if you are maybe interested in canaries, I have in the back room a most remarkable bird. Yeah? Now, this little canary sings the Vestal Juba aria from Pagliacci. Oh? The complete aria. On key all the way. Oh, yeah, well, I wouldn't be interested, Brokey. I don't care for that classical stuff. <laughs> I see. If you get a canary in that knows the words to Doggy in the Window, give me a buzz. <laughs> I'll come and listen to him. Well, so long. Yeah, well, goodbye. Oh, don't spill the goldfish. Ah, boy. One more step up the ladder. From a moose head to a stereoptican to a big round bowl of goldfish. I haven't even started to hit my stride yet. Why, by dinner time tonight, I'll have... Uh Uh-oh. Here comes Mabel Toops. What the heck is she carrying? Why, it looks like a... Hi, Maeve. Hi, Fib. What you doing? Chopping. Oh. What you doing? Swapping. Oh. Want to swap that? This? Yeah. For what? This. That? Yeah. Sure. Good. Here. Here. Right. Careful. Right. Careful. Bye, Maeve. Bye, Fib. <laughs> Mabel Toops. Just another sample of my smart dealing, boy. Anytime you can swap a round bowl of goldfish for a square bowl of goldfish. <laughs> boy, you're sailing. As any square knows a round fish bowl ain't worth as much as a square fish bowl. Uh-oh, here comes my next victim. Hey, Harlow. Hi, Junior. Well, hello, pal. Hey, what's with the goldfish? Well, I'm downtown on a trading spree, son. Doing a brisk business, too. Well, yeah. you've got the right idea, pal, with that bowl of goldfish. Yeah? Yeah, the modern businessman these days has to attract attention, has to catch the eye of his customers. I do? Sure. And one way to do it is to walk down 14th Street with a bowl of goldfish in your arms. <laughs> Another, more popular way, is to put a beautiful, shining new front on your shop or your store or your office building. Mm-hmm. A handsome, eye-catching front of gleaming Reynolds aluminum. Oh, I see. Well, my front is a gleaming bowl of goldfish. Yes, sir. In their search for a smart, economical way to bring beauty and eye appeal to their places of business, more and more businessmen these days are turning to aluminum. No kidding. I'd like to see one of them businessmen after he turns to aluminum. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see a guy... Oh, no, 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 no. 
No, I, I don't mean the man. What did you do, stand out in front like a cigar store Indian to draw the crowd? On account of because a full-size aluminum businessman ought to be quite a display. No. Even an aluminum midget would be uh, a thing. No, no, no. No, pal, no. Oh. I simply mean that all across the nation these days, storefronts are gleaming with aluminum. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, look across the street, pal, at the Bonton department store. Oh, oh, I can't look. I owe them money. I'll take a quick gander anyhow. You see that handsome canopy over the door there? Aluminum. Look at those collapsible awnings on the windows. Aluminum. See the windows themselves? Glass. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. but they're framed in aluminum. So are the doors. Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum. Yeah, well, anyhow, Junior... Look I... at that handsome aluminum sign. Mm-hmm. Those big block letters telling the world that this is a modern store. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let your architect show you how to put up a good front with Reynolds Aluminum, the low-cost, rust-proof metal that pays for itself in maintenance savings. Mm-hmm. Your architect look, will show look, you look, how... Hilo, he, Hilo. he will. Hilo. I got no architect. I just got a bowl of goldfish. You want to swap me for him? Make me an offer. Oh, I don't know. Well, how about these uh, sunglasses? It's they're, a deal. Here's good. The, it's a deal. Here's the thing. Okay, okay. I'll rush these babies right home. Just, uh, just uh, out of curiosity, Junior, what the heck do you want with them goldfish now that you got them? Oh, I don't want them, pal. I just feel sorry for them. I know how embarrassed they must feel. Embarrassed? Yes. Imagine being the color of plain, ordinary gold. What you mean? I'll rush the poor things home and give them a coat of aluminum. <laughs> so long, pal. brother. That guy's completely without shame. He's completely without sunglasses, too. I think I'll ammo right on down to Walt's malt shop and see if I can swindle old Walt out of something while I'm hot. So, the minute I got hold of these beautiful sunglasses, Cora, I thought of Walt. Where is he, in the kitchen? No, he had to be out at the post office, Mr. McGee. Oh. Say, those are pretty sunglasses. Let me see them. Yeah, try them on. Hmm. I'll swap them. i just soon have you cheat me out of them as Walt, as long <laughs> as I come out ahead. Hmm, say, these would look good with my bathing suit at the beach this summer, wouldn't they? Well, hmm. I've never seen your bathing suit, Cora. Oh, but... it's one of them new ones, Mr. McGee. Oh. I got it at the Bonton yesterday. You tell. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, though. You don't like it? Well, I think what happened, they must have given me the wrong suit. Yeah? I saw it on the dummy in the window down there, you see, and it looked just beautiful. Yeah? So, I bought it. Uh-huh. Well, sir, when I got it home and put it on, it looked entirely different. <laughs> I wonder how that could have happened. I phoned them about it, believe me. I said to the sales girl, I said, this thing looks like a sack of potatoes, I said. <laughs> What'd she say? Well, it don't matter what she said. <laughs> but I should have gone down there and slapped her sassy face. <laughs> well, about these sunglasses, Cora, they're strictly Hollywood style, you know. Gee, Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, I gotta have these, Mr. McGee. What'll you take for them? Well, what do you got to swap? Well, um, hey, how about this pen and pencil set? Somebody left it here months ago. It's a deal. Thanks. So long, Cora. Could you use this pen and pencil set, Professor Pickens? Yes, I certainly could. I'm always losing pens and pencils. Good. I left a set somewhere this morning. Sometimes I think I'm a bit absent-minded. Well, I'll swap them for that derby hat. Hat? What hat? The one on your head. 
Right, yours, there is one on my head. <laughs> my wife must have put that up there. <laughs> I usually forget to wear one. All right, we'll trade. Good. Here's the pen and pencil. And here's the... What was I trading? Your hat. Oh, of course. Yes. Here you are. Now, may I have the pen and pencil? You just put them in your coat pocket. Coat? What coat? <laughs> the one you're wearing. Well, by George, I am wearing a coat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife must have put that there on me. <laughs> well, just this morning, I said to her, dear, I... Well, I made some remarks. <laughs> well, so long, Professor. Goodbye, dear. Hi, Wimp. Hello, Mr. McGee. Just stop by to see if you'd like to swap something for this derby hat, Wimple. Oh, indeed I would. How about this brass table lamp? Well, it looks pretty expensive. What's wrong with it? Nothing. I've just hated it since the first time Sweetie Face threw it at me. <laughs> okay, Wallace, it's a deal. You ought to look swell in that hat. Oh, I won't wear it. I'll put it up in a tree for a bird's nest. <laughs> a bird's nest? Yes. Some homesick English sparrow will love to live in a derby. A bird would really live in a hat? Oh, some of them live in even stranger nests. No. For instance, the upper Wyoming shiny bottom likes to sit on a nest made of most unusual material. The shiny bottom? Yes. <laughs> the rear end of this bird is so shiny that it can be seen at a great distance. This makes a fine target for hunters. So what's in the nest that it sits on? Old powder puffs. King's Men and Skyball Paint. Oh, Skyball Paint was a devil's saint. His eyes were the fiery red. Good men have tried this horse to ride, and all of them are dead. Now I won't brag, but I rode this bank till his blood began to boil. Then I hit the ground and ate three pounds of good old western soil. Sing it high, oh, whoop it high, oh, ride him high, and down you go, son of the western soil. High, oh, whoop it high, oh, ride him high, and down you go. I swore by heck I'd break his neck for the jolt he gave my pride. I threw my noose on that cayuse and once more took a ride. He turned around and soon I found his head where his tail should be. So I says, says I, perhaps he's shy or he just don't care for me. Sing it high, ho, hoogie-tie-ho, ride him high and down you go, son of the western soil. For a hoop and a holler and a counterfeit star, I sold the bag to him. But when he plans the seat of his pants in Skyball's leather chair, I'll bet four bits when Skyball quits, the sheriff won't be any place around. Sing high, oh, hoop it high, oh, ride him high, down you go, son to the western soil. High, oh, hoop it high, oh, ride him high, down you go, son to the western soil. Swapping poppers getting along downtown with his trading. I hope he hasn't gotten into any trouble. That lad gets into more jams than an ant at a picnic. <laughs> Say, that's kind of cute, Molly. 
<laughs> Into more jam. Come in. Well, good afternoon, Ollie. Come in. Well, hello, missus. There's the little fellow at the house. Took in a snooze? No, he's downtown on a trading spree, Ollie. He got the idea today that he could swap things with his friends and work his way up to a fortune. Well, it's a good thing the weather is warm. He'll probably be coming home soon in a barrel that he traded his Sunday suit for. <laughs> I wouldn't be too surprised. McGee's a great one for starting out with his head in the stars and winding up with his foot in his mouth. That's what makes him so lovable. I wondered what it was. <laughs> I can hardly wait to see what he is. All right, kiddo, you can beat the drums and sound the trumpets. Your country here... Oh, hello, Ollie. Hello, McGee. Don't let me stop the trumpets, you know. <laughs> what have you conquered, hero? Ah, uh, the world of trade. But see, I just made the greatest swap in history. From now on, you can just call me Trader McGee. Or Trader Horn, from the way you're blowing your own. You <laughs> sure don't need any trumpets around here. Well, I got a right to sound off, Ollie. This morning, I started off with an old moth-eaten moose head worth maybe 50 cents. That's allowing for inflation. I kept swapping all day long, getting better stuff all the time. Boy, did I take them other guys. I was slicker than a red clay road in a rainstorm. Oh, don't be modest, McGee. Brag a little bit. <laughs> I got a real good brass lamp from Wally Wimple. And then I went down to the Ritz Vista Hotel. Got talking to the maintenance man there, and ha, that's where I really hit the jackpot. Well, where is this wonderful thing you got? You look awfully empty-handed to me. Well, that's on account of my prize is big, kiddo. I had to hire a truck and two guys from the moving company to bring it home. Outside now. In a truck? Yeah. Heavenly days. It must be something wonderful. Yeah. Did you get a piano, dearie? Nope. Bathtub? Nope. Load of fertilizer? <laughs> Gosh, that's ridiculous. I didn't need a truck for it. Ah, yeah, <laughs> oh, you wouldn't guess if you tried a million years. Close your eyes, kiddo. I'll have them bring it in. I want this to be a real surprise. All right, dearie. Oh, I'm so excited over yeah. here. <laughs> you close your eyes, too, boy. McGee, I told you too many times, don't call me boy. <laughs> we haven't got time for that routine now, Ollie. Now get set, kiddo. This is going to be the thrill of a lifetime. I'm all set. Now close your eyes and keep them closed. Okay, boys. Bring it in. Easy now. Easy. Don't bump it on the door. Swing it around to the left. There. There. That's got it. Okay, Cootsie. Open your eyes. I knew it would get you. Oh, no. It's... 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 Sure. Anybody can have a moose head, but we'll be the only people in town with a whole stuffed moose. <laughs> oh, this is disgraceful. Oh. <laughs> Ever and Ollie return in a moment. Those wonderful new cake mixes now on the market have spread the fine art of cake making throughout the land. Everybody is turning out beautiful, light, luscious cakes. But some of them, devil's food cake, for instance, are just so soft and moist and rich that they're really a problem to take out of the pan. And that's another place for Reynolds Wrap, the pure aluminum foil that has become every woman's problem solver. Take a strip of Reynolds Wrap, three or four inches wide, and fit it into your cake pan across the center, letting the ends extend above the top of the pan to form a tab. Smooth out the Reynolds wrap. You don't need to grease it. After baking, let the cake cool, run the tip of a knife around the edge, then just lift on the foil tabs to loosen the cake, and you'll turn it out perfectly. Be sure to ask for Reynolds wrap, the original and genuine, in standard 25-foot and jumbo economy rolls, 75 feet. Also, heavy-duty Reynolds wrap, half a yard wide. 
made by the world's largest producers of aluminum foil, the Reynolds Metals Company. <sighs> well, Kitty, you can go to bed now. I got rid of the beast, like you told me. Thank goodness. You know, I couldn't have slept a wink with that monstrosity in this... What'd you do with it? Did he dump? No, no. I worked too hard for that thing to throw it away. I traded it. To whom? The old timer. You, uh... You didn't get back that... Yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> ah, it feels kind of good to have my old moose head back again. Dear. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> the Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum, has brought you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Bill Thompson, Dick Legrand, Jack Crucian, Elvia Allman, Mary Jane Croft, Cliff Arquette, and me, Arlo Wilcox. Don't forget to see Mr. Peepers, starring Wally Cox on NBC television Sunday nights. Also brought to you by Reynolds Aluminum. And be sure to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. <laughs>